0: Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA at the Sorgatron Media Studios. Ready to get awesome with you guys there. A little peek out there if you guys are on video with us. Uh, it's a wonderfully dreary day. I'm not talking about the weather. That's not what podcasts do. Damn it! Anyways, with me in studio, uh, back with us after our week hiatus. hope you guys enjoyed the uh, AMA we did last week. Uh, in the pre-record, but John Chachilla is with us, fresh off of playing all the video games at Replay ReplayFX this past weekend.
2: It's This is one of those things where I can go to, like, I can look for cons all over the United States and fly somewhere. I don't think I can get another Replay ReplayFX for another there year. There are other things like that, but... But it's just not the same. There's things
0: like too many games. There's another Arcade Expo, I guess, happening in Cleveland they have had flyers for. But anyways, uh, other than an avid video game player and a, an a iOS uh, Fortnite junkie, um, uh, Chile is a uh, guru with Big Bank Inter- International Esquire. Esquire. Where people steal your sure microphones.
2: Yes, they are yes no they they they, la- they borrow them they borrow they borrow them they ask <laughs> they don't just take them out of my backpack <laughs> no that would be horrible <laughs> that would be horrible oh we need to talk about backpacks too oh my, and i'm mad about my backpack you're mad
0: about I'm your double, backpack I'm, I'm doubly mad about my backpack the, it's already ripped it's already ripped yep inside oh no it's, it's, mine it's, survived the gathering of the jugalos falling apart the uh Sassoon backpacks that we got and apparently we got the wrong model of them because they don't have the headphone jacks like the one that uh, Brian Crawford had. Yeah, I need so. I need an upgrade. You need an upgrade already. I need a reinforce. You know, I've had it for like a month. Yeah, I know. Regular use, man. It's, um... it's, it's you're you're too much of a super user. Yes. Although, also with this, you heard her over there, she's in a secret uh, scarehouse bunker <laughs> out there. <Yeah. laughs> she's in the yeah,
1: there The very secretive way to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she is. Katie, dude, is the Dudders. She is the sales and marketing uh, director over at the scarehouse.
1: Hi, everybody. Yes, I'm at the scare house all alone.
0: All alone? Oh, no, no. You couldn't make it to the side. Uh, you got stuck on that side of town, huh? Yeah. I was
1: like, crap. My meeting ran over, and I'm like, there's no way I'm making there it. Seemed it over there seemed to
0: be a lot of that. It started raining, and everybody that was supposed to visit us this afternoon just didn't come. Yeah. And ended up with phone meetings the entire afternoon. So, yeah, it happens. Oh, great. Now the sun's coming out during our show. Uh, but, anyways, uh, this is the awesome cast. Uh, you can. Uh, uh i feel like i need to ask you about video games or something but you weren't at replay fx were you
1: (laughs) i was cool places too
0: you were cool places oh you would see star wars stuff i did where'd
2: you go did you go to detroit
0: yeah yeah, she went to detroit to the 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 thing up there Uh, Mm -hmm. I, i love the show just started and now like chilla has weird sun on him thanks thanks it's been cloudy all day until we started this podcast missy'll fix it she fixes she'll everything. fix it yeah exactly um but anyways this is the awesome cast you can check us out at awesomecast.com you can find links and find us on all your favorite podcast places uh let us know if we're listed correctly on google Podcasts because that's a thing now and i haven't seen anything to change over what i already put in there for uh, google music Podcasts. uh but anyways uh you can uh, check us out subscribe wherever you do that please rate review subscribe uh, that helps us out. Helps us get in front of other people and drop us a line at AwesomeCast on the Twitter, AwesomeCast on the Facebook, and we have a wonderful Facebook group for AwesomeCast where we're sharing a lot of these sto- new stories that we're talking about uh, through through the week as well. Uh, and you can join us here live on Facebook Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we stream uh, over replays at uh, River River's Edge Saturdays at 9 a.m. And uh, I join them sometime in the month. I think we're doing the weekend of the 12th in august uh, i'll be on uh, the river talk for the awesome thing of the month also we are streaming at the 405 media.com our friends on the west coast uh weekdays at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time so thank you so much to those uh partners for carrying us as well uh, if you want to be part of our studio audience or advertise with the show hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com and thank you to our patreon supporters at the coffee club five dollar level you guys are going to get extra conversation We're trying to have a little more more laid-back, uh, gold, and and talking about Movie Pass, and. And my woes with Firefox and Microsoft Edge, apparently, and uh, other things like that. Uh, thank you to Matt Weller and John DeGore Diggy uh, for supporting the show there. And thank you to our fan of the show, $1 level, Michael Fedor, uh, Mike Fedor Show on the Twitter. Uh, and check out the stuff that he's been putting on the Facebook as well with Facebook Live and such. You guys can support the show, too. Help keep the lights on. Not that we need it because the sun's in Chilla's eyes. Oh, no. That's getting rough over there. We need to get, a, get you a hat. Um over at patreon.com slash awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. And um, I'm going to start with Katie as we fix the sun problem here in the studio. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I want to back up. I was in
1: Detroit this past weekend, and I went to the... Star Wars, The Power of Costumes exhibit, which is at the Detroit, I don't want to screw this up, Institute of Arts Museum. Mm -hmm. This was actually the second time that I've seen this particular um, traveling exhibit. I saw it in Cincinnati. And it was amazing because I did not expect to see so much new stuff. Mm -hmm. They had a whole bunch of new stuff, a lot of new concept. They had a whole setup of a replica of one of the studios they used, um, the kind of the wardrobe areas. And there was the EMAC there, so it was pretty exciting. It was an orange EMAC and uh but i think one of my favorite parts that i was real excited about because i'm sure chilla had a lot of these moments at replay was um the kids there and just watching the kids go from room to room and uh just kind of running and going oh my gosh it's boba fett it's boba fett and finn they recognize finn's costume and boba fett and um they're often like one of the further rooms, they have a uh, Chewbacca. So you could hear his yell, his Wookiee yell. And the kids would be like, I hear him. He's gotta be here somewhere. And it was really <laughs> cute because they had a lot of kids exhibit, you know, kids things that they could do. And they had um, audio tracks. Like I've I've never, I haven't seen it at a museum, but essentially it looks like a, a phone, like your regular cordless phone and you either, and they had different numbers. You input it as you walked along and you could hear about the process or whatnot. And then, um, They had like kind of adult track and then they had a Jedi kid track that told you how to become a Jedi, which was super cool. And they'd be like, look at this thing in front of you. And this is how they did this. You know, so it was really neat. Like I said, it was a lot different than Cincinnati. It was much more kid based, which was cool, I thought. And then uh, the costumes were not behind um, any sort of display glass or plexiglass. So you really could see them a lot better. But it was really
0: awesome. (laughs) That's where lasers come in. Uh, so yeah. you don't steal them. Pew, pew. Yeah.
1: No, if you lean over too far, they will tell you. Um, ask Larry about that later.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how
1: long? How long is that running? It's through September 30th there, and then that's the last stop. They said.
0: Oh geez. So like I, get I mean, to
1: Detroit's to... not a bad drive. No, I mean, it's, if
2: not well. uh,
0: That's true. That's true. I, right. I have
2: family there too, so we could do. There's some okay. other
0: things, and there's a certain tower you need to visit too. You can ask others about after the show. Yes with a kid That's an ipsy. Um it, it's well, it's it's only funny to us and the okay. kids won't get the joke. Yeah,
2: sorry. It's kids. shaped
0: like a certain object.
2: Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a,
0: like a lightsaber? Like
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well like done, a
0: lightsaber. Bella. Uh-huh. Well done. Per- perfect. So, what was the what was the um um museum that is out there
1: again? The one uh, Detroit's Art Detroit yeah, Institute, Institute
0: of, of Arts. Arts Museum is the one it's at now. Awesome, awesome. And it out. It, it's
1: really fun because it's on Farnsworth. So we're debating on whether or not that was Futurama got the name for Dr. <laughs> Farnsworth from this particular <laughs> scientist that was from that area. So
0: that's awesome. And of course, if you go to your Instagram, uh, you have several pictures from this uh, uh, yes. Kate, Kate Marie uh, PGH on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a nice slideshow over there that we're showing off as well. Also pictures of oh, you. Thanks. Also pictures of you with your cat.
1: Yay!
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, sorry, I was kind of wildly waving. I didn't know if you saw me on the camera, yeah. Katie. Uh, one of those AI cars just went by. Uh, the, oh, really? The Argo ones, and it's the second one I've seen today. I, I we talked about this before. This is not my awesome thing. It just it just it just happened out the window. Um, but the uh, Argo AI AG argo.ai um and i've had one of these we've talked about before like i've had one of the recruiters in my car on lyft Um, it's just another it's just another group that's trying to do the ai car thing uh here in town and they're still going and apparently they're invading my neighborhood because again i've seen them twice today right on this road uh the other time was probably about like four or five hours ago so um but anyways maybe they're checking out the show hopefully listen out there what's up bargo.ai Come on, on, say hi. Come on, on the show. Uh, but, anyways, let's get uh, moving on. Thank you, Katie, for that. And uh, so, I think, uh, I, I think, Chill and I both have the video game things for this this week because we, we both, <laughs> of course, went to Replay FX um and uh chilla uh, let's get into yours a little bit we're gonna have a little bit of development talk uh, on awesome chat here pretty soon but this is the one that caught your attention yeah
2: and just as an intro so one of the things for me replay effects is very nostalgic Mm. like it's all the games i played as a kid when i went to the arcade (laughs) at the beach or it's all the games i played as a kid when i went to century three mall when the arcade was downstairs outside of kb toys Mm. um like this this brings me back to my childhood um So the cool thing too is they have a little developers area. It's it's local devs. Um, I don't know if there were how many people traveled afar. The one the the one group I talked to was from Pittsburgh, Um, but I got to play Blossom Tales: The Sleeping King, and it definitely reminds me of my Zelda nostalgic days. 2D top-down console type game Mm -hmm. for the Switch. I think they also have it on Steam. They had a switch sitting there so you could play it right there. Um, And I thought it was a cute story. So it's kind of a blend of like the Zelda story and the Princess Bride. Um, Hmm. The storyline goes as it's a grandfather telling his granddaughter a bedtime story. And it's you're playing through this bedtime story. So. It was super fun. I didn't want to hog the switch, um, but I did go home and purchase the game. Um, (laughs) It was $14 and 99 cents. Not too bad. Um, And it's just a, it's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm playing through that again, replay effects. It's amazing. If you ever get a chance, go, if you haven't gone, but this is just one of those things where you get to experience things you would have never seen, heard of, um, or whatnot. And this was, this was a, pretty cool takeaway for me and
0: these are um and of course like i said we, we have uh, actually an interview coming up here um tomorrow with another developer from Erie of all places we'll get into that uh, there i believe it's i we'll have it here in the moment i want to make sure i don't get it wrong uh but uh of whitehorn digital uh developers like that our friends with Mega Cat games were there uh, of course as well uh showing up their games um, so it was—it's re- really cool to see those smaller developers because there is a little bit of everything. There's the board games, there's the console gaming, which expanded this year. We uh, of course had John Langen uh, from Looking for Group and Academy of Pittsburgh talking about that. Um, I had a chance to um, be a part of the music stage this year, Chilla, which I was really excited about uh, on the streaming side of it. So they—you know—they had the four streams for for Twitch, and and we were we were uh, us with the work hard team were uh, charged with streaming the the music stage. Which include um, Bit Brigade, which I am, if you you notice every once in a while, I do wear my Bit Brigade uh, uh, Mega Man shirt that I picked up after I saw them last year. Uh, They play live the music while somebody is speed running Hmm. the game. And uh, last year, I saw them do, like, Mega Man 2. Um, I saw them uh, get to do uh, uh, DuckTales, I think, in the distance. I heard them doing Castlevania. Uh, this year, they actually they played two nights. They played Friday and Saturday. They had a uh, you know an hour slot for each. They did Mega Man 2, and then they did Legend of Zelda. The original I saw the, Legend I, of Zelda. I saw
2: the Zelda piece. It was you awesome. You did see the Zelda piece. Yeah.
0: That was awesome. Uh, so if you don't, and now I'm following them on their... Uh, Instagram so I'm starting to see a little bit of what they're doing in like other in other venues like obviously there's a big open thing because it was a con and everything like that um, but it was cool to see um, you know it was cool to see like they'll sometimes have more screens and things um, in other places I'm trying to pull up there it is and just so you guys have a little bit on video I don't want to pull audio because Facebook's been really weird about music lately <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, here, you see a little bit, you got a screen going, and we're, we're watching the, this guy just play through it as a band kind of plays around him. Um, so it's kind of cool. Uh, it, it was kind of funny. We we're on the headset, and we got the guy up front with the camera, and he, he hadn't seen them before. And he's like, What if he falls down the hole? And I was like, Dude, can he hear you? <laughs> it turns out he did end up dying on the spikes near the end uh, in one of the Dr. Wily levels. But uh, still, mm-hmm. it's really cool with that. And seeing stuff like this, like, you know, Mega Man 2 is a game that I played. A
2: lot, a
0: lot back in the day and still do today, right? Um, and to see, like, after all this time and seeing somebody, uh, you know, in a speedrunner capacity doing things that I never would have even thought of, like falling, knowing a bad guy is going to hit you, and that means that you're impervious for a few seconds to the spikes. <laughs> that's where he got caught because he got i think he got a little cocky towards the end there um and not using like the platforms or anything like that and, and skipping certain parts that you don't need to be involved in you know just to get through um it's it's kind of cool to watch that that kind of roll through um and see somebody like just just tackle uh you know really tackling just different problems in ways you haven't thought of before so check them out big brigade uh they're basically big brigade everywhere you're going to see them on the social media. And they're definitely worth checking out uh, over there. So, have, have you ever played the game Overload? Overload. I okay. <clears throat> I was watching some of it because it was on next after one of our streams, and I looked at this thing. I was like, "Dude, they're
2: playing descent. descent. <laughs> it looks like descent." <laughs> that. So I kept looking at it and watching, and I'm like, "It's not descent, but it looks a lot like descent. It's a lot like descent." And I, I actually had I couldn't. I actually had to open up the um replay effects app Mm -hmm. after i got home and i went back through the day for the because i know they were playing it in a competition yeah so i went back through the day and i'm like okay i know it's not this game i know it's not this game i know it's not this game i saw it between these two times okay and i started googling and it's overload um it just came out in so it's
0: first person you're in a ship and you're going through like cavernous like but it's the zero system. gravity concept,
2: yeah. like Descent. Yeah, and um, it was
0: very, you know, very familiar if you played those games, which were like DOS games back in the day in like the late 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm like, oh, like, it's a Descent, but it looks way too good to be just Descent, right? right? Yes. Uh, so, <laughs>
2: And I found like another game that was made last year that looked kind of like it, but it was, that's actually how I figured out what it was, was going into the ReplayFX mm-hmm. app. But you, I love the OS requirements for Steam. Windows XP, SP2. A processor with an SSE2 instruction set. 4 gig of RAM, DirectX 9. Oh, it
0: does say on the beginning, if you go to playoverload.com, a new, a new adventure from the creators of Descent. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of a spiritual successor. Because remember, that was an interplay game, and I'm sure all that IP got eaten up pretty good uh, by them going into bankruptcy and stuff, right? Yeah, and so. it's
2: supposed to be released for Xbox... And playstation by end of year from what nice. i read but i, I think i'm gonna be picking this up because it seems like i can play it on pretty much anything i own nice, nice. hopefully they come out with an ios version That'd
0: be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if only right uh but anyways it's awesome hey it, so check out of course replay effects look them up on twitch you can see a lot of the streams a lot of the <laughs> tournaments uh that happen here uh if you haven't checked it out i mean there's always next year but uh it's it's one of those uh uh, great things that we get to do in Pittsburgh, and there's not a lot that happens that's tech in that uh, in that convention center. Really, the only cool thing that I can think of through the year, we don't get WizardCon anymore. So there's AnthroCon and there's ReplayFX, right? Yeah, and we have—I mean, there's a cheese convention going on at the same
2: time as ReplayFX. <laughs> I just—I'm I, not against the cheese people, but I'm just <laughs> saying. We have we have the Steel City cons out east. If you want to travel through, yeah, okay, yeah. through multiple tunnels and across multiple bridges. Did you watch the cosplay contest? I did. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's um, good stuff. I wasn't as familiar with as many of the costumes.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of kind of deep, like cut, obscure, like, yeah. obscure not, like probably just. I mean, it's not Doom, you know. It's 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 like you know. I don't know every character from um, uh, Overwatch. For instance, mm-hmm. so it's just like, oh, that's an
2: Overwatch character. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, you know, I get. It. I get why there's like three of them. But but uh, you know, I was speaking of cosplay. I was impressed that they had a number of pro cosplayers with booths, um, and yes. then the five hundred first was there, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what the name of the other group is. I apologize. You didn't run into our, uh, that's our friends huge... at five hundred first. But that's a huge thing for, for my little boy, Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to get his picture taken with them. They have their own collectible cards. I don't know if you've ever got. No, those. No, I've never seen those. So, yeah. So, when you meet them, usually they have a trading card that's them. So, we literally have uh, probably 30 unique individual mm-hmm. collectible baseball cards of these people. Um, and they, they're just awesome love hanging out with the kids it's it's amazing so that's awesome
0: that's awesome oh well, yeah we, of course we had uh greg uh from from the 501st join us on the wrestling mayhem show a while back uh, and i know he still uh, participates in our community a bit so good crew over there all right, speaking of local things, you guys, want to give a shout-out to our good friends at Slice on Broadway, sliceonbroadway.com. They're right up the tracks here, so maybe that, that Argo AI car was completely going to get some uh, Slice uh, on his break uh, up here, you know, because the artificial intelligence now, right? Uh, but our good friends right here, the original in Broadway, Slice on Broadway, Uh, as well as new locations over, are there other locations over at uh, Carnegie PA, PNC Park, Pittsburgh Pirates, as well as over on the East end. You can go check that out. And uh, of course, thank them for supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a good while now. Oh, I know where that noise was coming from. Now that Chilla turned his his, uh, mic off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're getting all the thing from the AC. I'm getting all the AC. Hopefully you guys don't even hear that later uh, when we uh, when we adjust things a little bit. Fix it uh, in post. We're fixing it in post. It'll be fine. <laughs> that and all the ghost sounds coming from Katie's uh, uh, feed as well.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: But no, go check them out. <laughs> check out our friends that have been supporting us for a while at Slice on Broadway. Let them know the awesome cast sent you and hit them up, pgh underscore slice on the Twitter and just say thanks for supporting the awesome cast, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, pals. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, anyways, uh, well, we kind of hit the local focus with replay FX. I, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say about it, there, Chilla. Like, I mean, I think we pretty much. I think, we, yeah, we, it, we, it, I think I it's barely been like three
2: weeks in the in the works. I think it was. Yeah, there was there was a lot of lead up to it. There's, it's just an amazing, amazing, amazing. It, time.
0: It's it's it is our nerd Christmas of the of the summer. It it's seems. the nerd
2: Christmas in July. It, do you know <laughs> Do you know how many? Do they have any kind of count? How many? consoles they have how many games for the i'm sure somebody does how many (laughs) arcade games do they have and then how many pinball machines i'd be interested just for that metric because it's funny because i posted i always go upstairs and take a picture looking down Mm -hmm. um and the way pinball was set up, it was kind of further back in the picture. I just didn't like it, so I only posted the arcade side.
0: So I was told there were definitely more arcade games and everything. The console lounge was even bigger this year, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I talked to I talked to our friend over there with ReplayFX, and uh, and he said there are definitely more games. Um, the thing is, they opened it up to another hall, so as everything from last year was spread out. Plus, they added, but it's. But generally, everything was more spread out, Mm -hmm. right? Just because I I kind of was walking around. I'm like, are there less people here this year? There had to
2: be more people either. But they were so spread out, you weren't tripping over anybody. Mm -hmm. There was more people. And I will say, and not that I'm complaining because I love that more people were turning out for the event. It took me a lot longer to get on some of the games Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. it did in years, especially certain
0: specialized ones and everything like that. Right. So, um, I know we were into the uh, Chachi and Chris and they had trouble getting on the one where you throw the balls at the screen yes, uh, and getting that and feeling like they had enough of a turn and everything like that before they felt like they were in in the the way of people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to be that one, right?
2: Did you play the, did you see the gun game? That was like, it flipped up a card and you had to, it was like a speed draw. And you had to shoot the card, and then you had to put the gun down. And then you had to shoot a card that moved, and then you put the gun down. Did it you also have like cups moving- that you and could it had shoot? a cup that exploded? I played
0: that last year. That I was definitely amazing. Played that last year. Yeah, yeah, I
2: want to know how they get the cup back together in the bottom. I, I see the bet back it's of it. magnets, probably. But definitely how did they get magnets. it to explode then?
0: Then you pull it together with magnets. <laughs> yeah no, they had some crazy stuff I and mean, there was a uh i know Chachi, i'm like where are you one time he's like i'm in asia row where it's just all like 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 beat games and stuff right you know it just like concepts you haven't even thought of right there's, Con- this, there's this cube game that i i played it and i kind of get what it is
2: but i still don't <laughs> understand like it in general right i had that problem last year we tried playing that and i'm like i have no clue what i'm doing because everything Um, is in
0: japanese yeah i played the dance central kind of game where it's like definitely like an xbox connect kind of Mm -hmm. thing going on with uh with chris because chashi doesn't dance um and uh (laughs) and and all you are as an avatar is like a schoolgirl. and it's just like all right here we go um but anyways there is replay effects it's awesome go next year um, and support those guys over there and support our friends look, looking for group as well you can go there anytime uh within business hours uh over in brookline lfgpgh.com all right uh so we have some uh submissions I, you know what this is not a positive thing i am not going to hey if you have a GameStop, a super uh elite pro uh program uh by the time you're listening to this on the podcast feed you're probably too late you better go use your discount if you haven't gotten that chilla who just got it last month. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it sounds like they're going into the bankruptcy or at least they're preparing for it from all the news that's coming out lately. So not awesome news. Thanks, Alex Cars, for putting that out there. Uh So we do have that, of course. Um We have podcast movement. I think we're going to talk about podcast movement as a separate show at some point here.
1: That might I be, want. To, I want to hear about that. This.
0: Might be a special that we do because there's so much out of it. I think we need to discuss did, separately. Did, did you see the
2: post that uh, Derta posted today? That was a the breakdown of numbers, the the breakdown breakdown of numbers? Of numbers from podcast that was movement. Mind blowing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, four days. We got a lot of information. Um, we feel like we need to make a book or an online course and make a lot of money because we had a lot of those sessions. <laughs> it seemed um <laughs> but it was uh it was really cool and, and generally like it was funny because i i said this on twitter a few times but um i went to philly for the first time not for wrestling and then i end up running into Cole cabana like around every corner uh and chatting with him and uh and uh, and uh, bruce pritchard of the something to wrestle with he, some of you old-time <laughs> wf fans may know him as brother love uh, so that was kind of a weird experience for me, but I, I think we're going to do something separate with that. Uh, maybe chat about that at another time. But, um, also, uh, Amanda shared, uh, the, the best stylus for iPad, iPhone, Android. This looks like something that Chilla is definitely going to pick up here. So it's I've the, used a Donut
2: snap Two. So I've used the snap one. So oh. I'm interested to see, and I'll be honest with this Snap One, I think I bought it for an Android device. Okay. So I'm interested to see how this works on the iPhone. Um, that does look familiar. I'm not a fan of using this on the iPads or Android tablets because it does not do palm rejection. Okay. So if you have anything above the small screen... It looks like um one of
0: those pencils that you use when you're marking things um in construction
2: am I thinking the right thing construction or oh, oh, here if you're if you t- if you're taking a screenshot and use the markup feature functionality there mm-hmm. and send someone a picture of something with like it, it marked up um it works perfect for that mm-hmm. um so anything that you would want to mark up a pdf or
0: If you want to draw stuff better on your Snapchat, apparently there you go. Or on Draw Something. They're still touting Draw Something as a thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, they must 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 be still people playing. Uh, There must be, even though it's not. I mean, it's like every. Well, it's kind of funny when people are like, "Are people still playing Pokemon?" I was (laughs) like, "Yeah, man, they're still making a ton of money." It's it did not go away just because you stopped playing it, man. You know. Um, But so, what's the new with it? Is the fact that it is now for iphone i guess that's
2: what i'm guessing and i can't it's funny because i can't remember did the old one not work on the iphone
0: that might be i I, I just can't well it's magnetic it has a shutter remote it has triple burst it has fine point to it um and and a wonderful design so chill are you upgrading
2: this is actually going to make me get out my old snap and and <laughs> compare. See if it works what does this on my, one do? On my iPhone. What does this one do that the new one doesn't? Yeah. It's funny because I know exactly where this device is. It's in the center console of my car because that's how often I use it. Which I is just never. Want to go in your car just find all the technology <laughs> that's in your glove box? <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's funny because it's magnetic, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I would take my keys out of my pocket, it would get stuck to my keys and i put the keys in the center console but then i would get out to go somewhere and i'm like oh i don't need the stylus right now i just need my keys so it would end up it always ended up in the actually in the tray in the, in the armrest mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to see does the old one work with the iphone and and if so what are the differences cuz i i swear mine has the shortcut button
0: well i think it lists features it's not necessarily the new features right yeah so All right. Well, here's one that uh, Brandon out there in uh, Kansas City uh, shared with us. uh, I actually pass along to our mindfulness podcast to see what they think about it. Uh, Anxiety Helper is an app that helps people through panic attacks, and was developed by a 16-year-old. Uh, the idea that there's like activities and games to kind of help you um, kind of work through a panic attack, you know, kind of distract your mind and things like that. And also it uses your location tracking to find uh, nearby emergency services in case you need to kind of send out an SOS as well. Uh, so I kind of neat that a 16-year-old kind of pulled this together. Uh, as well, of course, the developers are going to get younger and younger guys, uh, but also really kind of uh, drops into that whole, uh, you know, uh, uh, mental health awareness. You know how many times I was amazed uh, how much mental mental health was discussed amongst the artists at the Gathering of the Juggalos? Nice. Like, mm-hmm. help your friends out, you know, we want them to be here, you know, things like that, between mental health and, and, and drug abuse. Yeah, at the Gathering of the Juggalos, right? um so that was that was really cool and i saw that resonated with like the fans in the audience as well in a lot of situations too so um but uh another co- anxiety helper if you want to check that out uh, looks like it's uh an android app from the looks of things but i'd imagine it might be on the iphone as well it looks mostly android here but uh, go check that out uh let's see what else we got i think that's what we got from the people out there uh so i want to give a shout out to our friend alexander cars out there on the west coast you know i started this podcast as being kind of a local focus kind of situation (laughs) (laughs) but we have like a brandon from kansas city we got um uh alex out there in the on the west coast which is funny because his area is well no not exactly i guess i guess i guess silicon valley is more what I was kind of rejecting the idea with this podcast, but he's, he's from, he's from LA. Sure. That's kind of a flyover state, right? Uh, but, (laughs) uh, but no, thank you so much to him for supporting the show. Uh, as well with uh, AlexanderCars.com, uh, putting together the puzzle of design and media from branding to print to digital projects, Alex can do logos, merchandise, websites, and even photo and video projects. Uh, you can check them out at AlexanderCars.com, Alexander K A H R S dot and Alex Cars. that's me. Media and see some cool stuff we actually just started uh, i started working with him on a new uh kind of a new project around uh, some of the merchandising around our podcast uh as well so uh kind of you know uh collaborating still and it goes to show you, you know that's the cool thing that happens i mean I, one thing from i was reminded of from a podcast movement was how many people get uh hire their help from like around the world you know, with there's their, their services that will actually help you hire. It's not just, like, Fiverr or something like that. They get, like, a personal assistant in India or something, right? Um, so, I mean, hey, he's just in California. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to say that, right? So, no, go check him out. AlexanderCars.com does great work and will help you with your project, too. Thank you so much to him for supporting the show. Katie, what is uh, Verizon doing with their Wi-Fi?
1: I don't... Okay, so I I just found this and I wasn't quite sure. Okay, so essentially you sign up for it. It's called Safe Wi-Fi. It's a VPN. kind of a step between your phone and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an app. So you sign up for it online. It protects up to 10 phones for $3.99 a month on your account. And uh, you put the app on your phone. And it's supposed to function as an ad blocker. And um, essentially, it's kind of touting itself from what I'm getting from it that it will kind of block out those ads which i don't know if you've been getting them on facebook that if you click on a story on facebook a lot of times oh. you end up into a congratulations you won blah blah
0: yeah yeah the, the screen takeovers you mean
1: yeah, yeah so a lot no. of that stuff is buried in apps that you download oh from what I've been, re- you know, from what I've seen, it's a lot of there's so it's buried in the code of apps that you download. That seems and so that's like
0: a- more of a Google problem, an Android problem than an iPhone one, right? Uh, the yeah, only, it's weird.
2: The, it wouldn't okay. be in the app, it, it wouldn't be in the app code itself. It would be in something that the app code is going to fetch on the internet. Okay. So, like, if okay, you're, on, there you you're, on, yeah. you're on Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, the app doesn't hold the menu artifacts and the icon, What no. it's pulling them from the web and then right. presenting them to you. So it's, yeah. it's buried not in the app code, but in the connectivity to the internet. And then what this is probably doing is, is looking at where you're going and has some kind of either heuristical data or some way to, or a long laundry list of these code snippets or pieces. And it blocks mm-hmm. them. The thing, the only thing that and it's my own personal opinion, and I sometimes worry. Um, Verizon could, and I'm saying could, then have access to ev- all of your browsing information, all of your everything.
0: Right. Where's the encryption, and what yeah. do they get? get yeah. they look could. At they and could everything.
2: technically be looking at your data in the middle. They could be decrypting that and re-encrypting it. Mm-hmm. kind well, of like man in the middle attack but I'm not saying they are it just makes me nervous like even i'm I'm even saying like going to an https site like it's could your connection will be encrypted but it would be encrypted from the verizon standpoint so, on which makes me weird. and we're talking about
0: this is going to activate automatically when you're on like like uh uh airport uh wi-fi's and things like that where it's probably up, up to
2: you to turn it on and off yeah
0: yeah
2: and we we've seen these too right you you've, i'm sure you've seen the ads for these or the hey you should really think about using a vpn Listen, when you're v- out on verizon
0: is the same company that insists that you install this package that includes an antivirus whenever you sign up for fio still right hmm uh, no <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not going to do that um so I, I i think it kind of runs into that side of things and there's a lot of people worried about those things right the
2: only thing that makes me quasi comfortable about it and this is going to sound silly the only thing that makes me feel comfortable about it is they're charging for it
1: mm-hmm. so they're
2: charging three dollars and 99 cents a month yeah which to me means that this is being used to fund the product versus if it it would really make me nervous if it were free, mm-hmm. because that means how are they making the money up for this, right? Um, and one way to do that would be to monetize your data, like Google does. Um, Google doesn't just give you fancy search and free email um, for fun. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, there <laughs>
0: should be something. There's something you're giving them, right? Yeah. So, so.
2: yeah. So the three dollar ninety nine cents does actually make me feel a little more comfortable about it.
0: Okay. So would you? I don't know. That's not a recommendation, though. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I guess I don't. I don't know. I I don't use one now. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know.
0: What is your airport strategy?
2: I just go LTE.
0: You Go LTE. What if? Okay, so I've had problems where I'm in airports where I have you no can't service. Can't get any service. Yeah, and I'm on AT and T, where you have service almost everywhere. And then I'm at. I'm just some terminals just don't have anything for some reason. I have to use the Wi-Fi there.
2: Spend an hour offline, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I already spent it Disconnect. on a plane. On a plane where I didn't want to drop twelve bucks for internet for an hour. Yeah, I don't I'm like the. For, I mean, no, I, I'm probably not your best use case for this. No, right? I don't no, fly no, all that often. In the when I when I do fly um in the future you're teleporting so there's yes. no uh there's no reason but, but when i when i have flown either i've been fortunate enough to have signal mm-hmm. and i'm thinking there was an area in atlanta where i did not have signal in the terminal but yeah we're talking it was i think that's where i had a problem too this year <laughs> it was like 15 15 minutes because i went down to one of the main like eating areas and shopping areas and i had signal down there mm-hmm. and then it was only 15 hey, minutes to my flight. You're,
0: you're traveling a good bit with all your Hong cons and things like that. How do you deal with the, uh, the the public Wi-Fi situation? Are you just like, I'm, you have Verizon. Again, you should have service most places, right?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty good with most places. I mean, if I don't have, you know, it's, I usually just, I don't know. I, I tend to wait until I'm in safe spots to do certain things, but certain mm-hmm. things I'm like, eh.
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah. i try
1: not to like log any place i have to log into something i, I avoid doing it out in public on a public wi-fi mm-hmm. but that's as far as i go
0: well if you lived in certain areas um apparently uh if you need to get your walmart shopping done as we do um like i we tend to go to walmart for one thing or two i know i was trying trying some of the uh uh store in-store pickup things a, a little bit ago well, apparently Walmart will chauffeur chauffeur chauffeur, 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 I'm trying to make it more fancy than it is of a word, I think. Um, there will chauffeur. chauffeur shoppers in self-driving Waymo cars coming up in Arizona. If you need to get. So I, if, I, if I if I if I got this all uh, correct, apparently you will order ahead for what you need to get. They will do the in-store pickup situation. So you don't even need to go into the store, but you still need to get into a car, a Waymo car, go to the Walmart to get your stuff, and the Waymo car will bring you back.
2: Is it going to be one of those cars where they have someone in there for right now, or is this like...
0: I'm not entirely clear just yet, but I hope so at this point. Which means,
2: I mean, it's almost just like an Uber, right? At this... Really? Yeah. Is that what's happening? It's an interesting concept, though, because I can't remember what I was reading. Someone's offering like 500 bucks to prove to you that you don't need a car. I can't remember if it's Lyft or or who it is, but I think this just goes back to this point of do you really need a car? What would be more interesting is if I could do the Walmart thing and have the Waymo just deliver my stuff with no driver. Mm Mm-hmm
0: yeah they're saying you won't even so uh you'll you'll catch a ride from their home to the store and again this isn't a place where it, I, i'm guessing this isn't a very city it's probably a suburban area it's chandler arizona that doesn't sound like a big town um so everything is mapped and i'm sure everything is you know expertly well marked there right not like pittsburgh where it's god knows where right um you don't even leave the car the walmart employee will bring you your your stuff to the car so you don't even have to leave, uh, leave your uh, air-conditioned chrysler pacifica van according to uh, cnn uh, money tech uh, whatever site i'm on here um wow it's interesting so walmart and google teaming together i guess you know if we can't automate the store and take away all the employees at the cashier, cash register we'll just make the employee take it to your automated card <laughs> that, that brought you to the to the store Jeez. we'll see what see how that goes um in the meantime speaking of Cars and you mentioned Uber. Uh Uber drivers can sell you goods during your ride. You know, this is one of those things sitting there while I was doing Uber and Lyft that I'm like, man, I wish I could just sell stuff in my car. Like like items like this, right? Uh but yeah, like the kind of convenience items and things like that. Um it's uh
2: like uh, breath mints and stuff. Yeah,
0: breath mints and stuff like that.
2: They used to try to have people give those out for free
0: yeah that was one of the recommendations then i realized no i'm not getting any tips for giving people breath mints and i have to pay for that crap uh that doesn't work for me anymore right uh so now it's an upsell now like hey do you need a water okay cool that'll be two bucks and and if it's if it's all linked in together phone chargers snacks um i mean you already have your credit card in uber that was the thing i couldn't figure out how do you make it easy for the person to pay you and if you're linked in with the the, the Uber app and the, just the driver gets to pull up or you get to pull up, hey, I want a Mountain Dew, you know, then it's charged with along with that ride you just took, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like um, when you take something from the fridge in your hotel. So I'm sure
2: there's an upsell for that, too. It would be interesting is if they could put some kind of like meter on your usb port and say oh you want to charge your phone that's going to be uh 25 Ooh. cents per kilowatt hour there buddy
0: that seems a little that seems a little <laughs> bit
2: much oh one has green light hubs yeah that'd be interesting um so that but i guess you could sell portable bat- pre-charged portable batteries mm-hmm. i think that would be a big one those have
1: been
0: really big at airports and malls i've noticed mm-hmm.
2: lately so um chilla you got a tip for people with chrome yes so if you're a chrome user unlike Sorg's unhappy experience. No,
0: no, I'm moving away from it. It's too sloggy on my old MacBook Pro from 2013. Yeah, so one of the pieces... Listen to Gold, so, for, to hear yeah.
2: that story. So so one of, the, one of the people, or one of the things, and I can't remember if we talked about it a couple weeks ago or not, in one of the Canary builds, which is the earliest, early builds of Chrome that you can get on, um, they started talking about there's going to be a new UI redesign leveraging the next kind of their next vision of material design. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things they did in the newest version of Chrome public release, Chrome version 68, they've given you the option to turn on the new UI. Um, And if you simply Google Chrome 68, new UI, you should be able to find this information because for me to tell you, you need to go to chrome colon (laughs) slash slash flag slash hashtag top dash chrome dash MD. You're probably going to have to rewatch this or watch the video because you'll see it in there. Um, But you can go in and you can set the new UI layout. um, And it does have different settings for if you are using a touch-based device Mm -hmm. um, or just your typical laptop or hybrid devices, Um, you set the setting and then close and reopen Chrome and you have a new UI. The weird thing, the thing that's weird to me is the new tab button is now on the left of all of your tabs. Oh. Which is totally reverse that's it.
0: like when the mouse is set the opposite way on a mac yeah and or i'm the, like what are we doing here or the What's home button happening? in your
2: browser is on the opposite side yeah yeah um, so yeah that's the one weird thing for me mm-hmm. um but it, it it's, pretty. it's Every, pretty everything's more <laughs> the corners are more it's rounded. pretty
0: well will it be faster i don't think this has
2: anything to do with ah, stuff. Then, I I I'm pure, pure then i'm aesthetics.
0: done Then i'm done there will be a podcast kit on the way from Logitech. Is this the thing we were talking about before?
2: Yeah, so um, I nobody
0: <laughs> talked about this a podcast movement. <laughs> well, cuz it, it it just was, happened. It
2: just happened. I mean, it happened today from what I've seen. Um actually happened yesterday evening. Um Logitech has announced that it is acquiring the audio and microphone company Blue. Mm. so for those of us that use blue microphones including this, us
0: right here that's how yeah. katie is hearing us over uh, over from uh, uh her bunker
2: i use the snowball as well for a lot of things um i know people that have the yeti mic mm. i've actually sought and thought about getting the blue raspberry which i think we've covered on the show it has uh usb and lightning connectivity with its own monitor and everything uh, what what i'm wondering is logitech over the last two years has really gone after the conference space like conference in a building like conference room type space
0: like the uh, high-end enterprise stuff right and and
2: and what yeah what really made me wonder was when we were talking about the podcast movement numbers which we're probably going to cover in an upcoming special episode um does this make sense for Logitech to go into like the podcast in a box? Here's your, here's your video 4k Brio camera with background replacement. Mm -hmm. Here's your blue microphone that can adapt to single person, multi-person round table type discussion. Um, I'm really thinking they're, they're going to go after that the way they have gone after the conference room. I would say the middle market. It's not like the high end, crazy integrated conference rooms type yeah. equipment, but your your lower end.
0: I do like the one quote in here that Blue says that it's going to keep it's going to keep can create keep creating cool stuff for its users. And, and I'm, I'm guessing they're.
2: I'm sure this could have also been an Aqua hire. They're not just mm-hmm. buying the name, right? They're they're probably buying some of the the people. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think
0: microphones with the Logitech. IP. I mean, I think I think the the webcams, but not entirely like. That they have great stuff going on with the microphones. Mm-hmm. So,
2: which, if they could build that into the webcam, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty impressive.
0: It could be. Um, awesome so yeah we'll see what happens with that i mean as long as it kind of keeps blue as blue right because i mean that's what i still recommend are these blue snowballs and the yetis and things like that um you know if you're not like i want to get everything short microphone right Mm -hmm. um which we're you know leaning towards in the studio environment of course but i I still like you know if somebody's remote i'm like you know we send them a blue snowball like that's that's again kind of the standard for us right now when
2: you were saying you did, were you talking to someone from Sennheiser or? Sure, I was. I was chatting with a
0: podcast movement. So, um, mm-hmm. and again, they're making cool stuff and and mm-hmm. stuff that's very minded for that mobile market as well. So, um, let's see if I wanted to touch. There's a new Labo kit, a vehicle Labo kit. Uh, when this Labo was the uh, cardboard, you make the device and it interacts with your Nintendo Switch situation. So now there's going to be a vehicle version of that um nintendo uh making sure that you still play with the box apparently (laughs) uh so uh i hope you can use it with mario kart well here i don't know i don't know if this is the way this is supposed to work because the kid is using the steering wheel and his dad is is using the gear shift i don't know if that's how like co-op play is supposed to work with that um but i guess i guess that's where you're at uh with that so uh it looks really cool I,
2: i love how complicated these things get would dude what was the there was like a star trek game where people were at like the helm mm-hmm. i can't remember if it was in vr or, there, or.
0: there's a bridge commander and i bridge think commander. There, there might even be a star trek one now uh because was one that was like not branded uh but there's, a, there's there's definitely a star trek one now and i think those are both vr now
2: it would be really interesting if you could do like a bridge command
0: Oh, not I see. That's that's not a gear shift. That's a uh, it's a stick for uh, uh, doing a plane. Apparently. Okay. And then there's another one for doing underwater adventures. And this is all in the same game that I presume comes with the Labo kit, right? Where you're just this vehicle and you're, you you ch- keep transferring. It's like it's like that one Mario Kart where <laughs> you keep shifting from underwater to regular to 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 flying. Oh, you can pull out a uh, big uh, a big. A uh, uh, chainsaw, apparently. <laughs> oh, it looks fun. I, I I don't know. You know, these are like seventy dollar kits usually. Um, so to play with cardboard, sure. Um, so they say it's going on sale for seventy dollars, like the existing variety kit, which is actually uh ten dollars cheaper than the robot setup. So, and you can. They are going to add have an update adding support to use it as a Mario Kart controller. So you're going to be the coolest kid with your own decorated Mario Kart controller with this. So, all right. I wonder
2: Uh, wonder who who starts taking these, using them as patterns and then doing some kind of thing out of fiberglass or something. Oh, geez. Crazy cool. Yes.
0: That's kind of the next thing, right? So anyways, uh, from there. Hey, I want to give a shout out to our friends in the basement. Uh, Our friends at Dark Forge Studios. I heard them. Sawing things today and making cool stuff. Um, I, w- I went down and I hugged his phone because I told him the phone will treat him better If you he hugs the phone, he didn't believe me. He did. Yeah, no uh, But anyways, uh, if you can imagine Dark Force Studios uh, can bring it to life uh, Whether it's custom escape rooms props and haunted attractions or custom set design uh, Aaron has done it all and some uh, for more, inf- more information go to darkforgestudios.co and He's always working on something crazy and cool down there. Uh, so a little, a little peek in to see see what uh, what stuff is happening in process. Uh, so go check it out. You can check it out, too. co And make sure to follow him on the uh, social medias. Um, I think he's going to start posting stuff on there soon. He's got a lot of stuff to post now. So he just needs time to social media. He almost needs a social media manager. <clears throat> Maybe. You know one of them. No? No? now <laughs> So uh but anyways, uh <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming up here. Uh again, I I kind of scheduled a night of too many interviews tomorrow night. Uh <laughs> that sounds like the name of a podcast. <laughs> it should be, right? Uh I, I have about five <laughs> interviews scheduled for tomorrow night to them for for the awesome chat. It's been a while since we've had the awesome chat. I think we're still recirculating tweets about millville Music Fest uh back in May. So, I'm excited to, to switch that up. We're going to have Dr. Matthew White of Whitehorn Digital, that is the indie uh video game uh, publisher from Erie, Pennsylvania. I want to ask him why Erie, Pennsylvania because that's actually a question that I asked him at Replay fx um, and it's, it was a really good conversation and seeing what they're doing there. They got a lot of fun games. I was tweeting about those the other day. Uh, and we'll talk about what's happening with that. Also, um, from the gathering of the Juggalos, I met some gamers. I uh, ran into Tall Jess, who is uh, one of the co-creators of Morton's List. And also picked up, a, picked up a game called Stranger Tales that, uh, Katie, I think you and uh, our, our board game crew would have a lot of fun playing. Hey. Um, there's, a, there's a cat card. So you have that Um, a fun game for like, like storytelling and everything, but he's got a Kickstarter going on right now called um, for a, a game called drug Lord. It's like risk and monopoly and drug trafficking all mixed together. It's actually a really cool-looking concept, uh, so and, and uh, you can go check that out, and we'll talk about it. Of course, um, on the show, uh, that's going to be 5 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, the 1st of August uh, for the one with Whitehorn Digital, and we're going to be talking about Drug Lord at 9, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern, um, and this is all going to be on the Facebook Live for Awesome Cast, so if you're subscribed to a Facebook page, you will get a notification when we go live and uh And we'll be on roundabout those times, you know, technical, having new people on you always have to work stuff out, uh but we're looking forward to then having interviews coming to you guys here very soon um also keep an eye out, we talked to patreon people. <laughs> at podcast movement and we're, we're hoping to kind of retrofit the uh the patreon a little bit and give you guys a little bit more value for what's going on out there uh you'll notice we kind of did a little bit different format for uh, awesome cast gold maybe we'll have some more extra stuff for you guys too maybe that's where we'll put the chilla tech house tour uh when we finally get around to that someday uh so i i encourage you guys to go check that out if you like the show if you want to support the show uh, we're going to make it worth your while uh as much as we can here in the future so uh keep an eye on that patreon.com slash awesome cast christopher whitlash has uh informed me that he is coming back this month he wants to talk about um zombie and uh, zombie tech games of a sort mm. it sounded like uh so he's going to be joining us at the end of the month a little closer to halloween you know your favorite season dudders yep uh katie you you have some stuff coming on coming up as well speaking of the scare house right
1: yeah we opened Really soon, September fourteenth. I forget how many days we're down to in the countdown.
0: Mm -hmm. It's wild. And you, you guys, have an event coming up for hiring, right?
1: Yeah, we have. uh, We'll be hiring, not this weekend, but next weekend, the weekend after that. It's the tenth and eleventh, and then seventeenth and eighteenth, I believe. Uh, Tenth and eleventh, yep. Seventeenth and eighteenth, we'll be hiring at the scare house from six to nine. You show up for auditions or interviews. Essentially, we're looking for actors, makeup artists, customer service agents, security people all kinds of stuff and it's pretty i mean it's pretty laid back the interviews are pretty cool mm-hmm. like it's not stressful if you're, you're auditioning to be an actor we might have you do an acting exercise
0: and it's uh we have a friend a mutual friend that went out for it last year no real acting experience or anything like oh, that no. and she had a blast with it
1: oh she she was so good everybody loved her too
0: and, and, and i had a chance to uh pop in there last season and, and, and do some scares i want to come back katie <laughs> please yes. let me back <laughs> yes of
1: course <laughs> uh
0: but it's a lot of fun uh if you want to get on the uh, other side of uh of this and 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 help spook people or even tear tickets or whatever the case may be it's a fun thing to do around yeah. the halloween season and oh definitely you're guaranteed to get in the halloween mood if you work on something around this uh for the season so yeah uh, i know i always like end up too busy around halloween and don't end up doing anything fun except Getting my ass out to the scare house and and, and you know, yes. doing something, right? Uh, exactly. So I definitely recommend it. Go check it out. Get paid to scare people. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. It's awesome. The best job. Uh, and of course, Kate Dutter's on the Twitter and uh, the mm-hmm. stuff we talked about before on Instagram, Kate Marie PGH. Yep.
2: There you go.
0: Uh, and John Chachilla at Chilla on the Twitter. Is so you going to have any cool photos Shh, up or have it? any up from I, replay? So, replay,
2: I have a lot. I've posted a couple to Twitter, a couple to Facebook spread them around took some live some live photos converted them to gifs so christopher's playing i can't even remember uh neo it's like a it's a gun game um yeah so i have some out there and i'll probably continue to post for probably the next week i didn't want to i didn't want to push them all up at one time
0: and then there's me that I just bashes. The playing some pac-man uh yeah i I say growing them up on the classics right yeah wow what is that game
2: which the Uh, this is
0: the vector gun game kind of thing oh no is that star wars no that's star wars that's the
2: vector star wars game he actually blew up the uh death star on that one nice yeah um there's (laughs) the (laughs) there's the mario uh cart wall two guns one player he knows how to play those (laughs) games
0: is that lethal enforcer no, or it's Neo
2: something, Neo something. Neo something.
0: Neo Warriors or something like that. I can't remember. Oh yeah, this is this is the great winner. Like I love when they have to fix a pinball machine and they pull it up. Yeah, big big and props you get to the tech guy. Yeah, oh, the, the tech, tech guys, guys were, were great there. Um, and they look like they even look like they're having a lot of fun there uh, when they they're fixing stuff. This is what they freaking live for, man. It was awesome. Like I, I first time visiting, like like the the papa you know where they store all this stuff down in carnegie like just talking to the tax about the stuff and, and all the crazy this machine does this the machine does that you know it's it's these guys are enthusiasts you know it's like it's like us when we're taking with computers and technology you I, know
2: I, w- I wish i would have taken a video of them fixing it because they're i have a couple mm-hmm. different pictures and i can't i don't think i took them as live photos either that i wish i could get kind of like an a decent animation out of because it's like they're turning on one light on the bottom, then they're turning on a different light, and then they're doing this and they're tinkering with that. It's it was a lot of fun to just even watch them. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So uh, uh thanks a lot for that. Go check out his stuff and his his pictures. Sorgatron on the Twitters. Um if you follow on there, look for my last couple of weeks and you'll see all the adventures through The Gathering of the Juggalo's uh Philly for Podcast Movement as well as replay FX. Uh, also on my Instagram and uh, my personal uh Facebook page. You can find Mike Sorg over there, including how did I get this haircut? <laughs> you can blame it on the internet. Uh <laughs> uh so a lot of fun over there uh the last couple of weeks and thanks to everybody that we ran into um on our travels uh through the places uh um thank you uh literate juggalo for uh uh helping out and always uh made me feel like i'm coming home when i'm going to the gathering of juggalos and everybody else that we got to chat with out in philadelphia as well um and of course thank you producer missy yay she fixes everything there's gonna be a reason very soon that everybody's gonna remember producer missy who killed it at podcast movement with her full room for her presentation and a bunch of people talking to her afterwards uh she was uh she was she did pretty good that room they wouldn't let you in that room they wouldn't let me in no that was that was (laughs) a different room that was for the afterward with the drinks with the sponsors and the speakers and Nice. 160 people were in your room. That's how many seats. That's how many seats were in your room, and then I would say it was probably 125 full. Roughly, I would probably more than that. It more than no, it was more than that. that. There were not a lot of empty seats. No, uh, yeah. So. I'm not good with estimating numbers. Anyways, thank you so much, everybody for joining us. Check out everything at AwesomeCast.com. And we're here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, everybody. that's jumped jump, jump into the chat. I think we wore them out with our early show uh, that we did uh, before, before Katie got on. But anyways, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. You're an, our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.